You're listening to the team Top Figure Podcast. Your one-stop shop for entrepreneurship, lifestyle, and motivation. How's it going, everybody? It's your boy Top Figure Sal back here with another key cast. It's your boy Top Figure Wisdom, and we are back with some more keys. Hey, we out here. This is your boy Lion Adiftah, and we're out here dropping some wisdom today. Yeah. And everyone, I want to introduce our special guest here today. He's the founder of Epimonia, also another founder of Dream Refugee. I don't need to say anymore. Here's the man himself, Mohammed Malim. What's up, y'all? Thank you guys for having me, man. It's a really uh, great taste uh, to talk this podcast, you know. So we about to drop some wisdom, you know. How can we connect our our personal brand into our company? So that's what we're going to talk about today. And he said it best. So today we're going to really get deep into how we talk about how we talk about connecting uh, uh, impact with your company, like connecting a message with your company so it could go further in the long run, you know. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about Epimonia. What is Epimonia and what do you guys do? So Epimonia is a fashion apparel company that's dedicated to help uh, refugees uh, in America and especially in our local communities. What we do is we, uh, one of our main products is we sell uh, a bracelet called Embracelet. It's made out of a recycled life jacket that refugees have worn on their journey to uh, safety, you know, from uh, into Greece. And, you know, the whole concept uh, behind Epimonia is basically, you know, once you buy this bracelet, you know, you are obviously advocating for refugees around the world. And 50% of profits is donated to our charitable uh, refugee causes. So, okay. so it's beyond a purpose. Definitely. So, so how did you come up with this idea and what really inspired you to start this? So, I mean, the idea came from, you know, I was a former refugee myself, you know, and with, with everything that was going on with our current political atmosphere, you know, I wanted to start something that just basically strictly help, helps towards refugees. And that's why I was inspired to start this uh, company called Epimonia, you know, because there's not a lot of fashion apparel companies that help uh, refugees. And I was like, I could be one of them, you know, who could be uh, the, you know, could be one of the uh, people who could start this fashion uh, company. And that's why that inspired me. Awesome, awesome, awesome. No, that definitely makes sense. Not too many people are making wristbands out of uh, life jackets. So that's very creative, and I applaud you for that. So, line of I want to hear your uh, input on connecting a story with your brand. Like, how important is that, and how successful could a company be if they have that? You know, let me yeah. just hear your input. Yeah, definitely wisdom. You know, I really do believe that for a company to truly grow to its maximum potential, that they need to be incorporating some sort of story or message behind it, you know? People love to see a story, a purpose, you know? Like, they want to see a journey, you know? But, you know, most people in these days, they just, they're just trying to sell something without a purpose or a message. And, yeah. and they're wondering why their sales are not improving, you know? Mm-hmm. It's basically you have to incorporate your personal brand and start sharing a message, start sharing a journey, you know, with the people. That's what people love to see. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, if you look at it, you know, like what makes you purchase something like the things that we've bought recently, if it's you take a look back at that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I feel like, you know, especially our demographic people who are, you know, millennials are more conscious of stuff like that. You know, rather than just buying something just to buy it, they're looking at something. Hey, I feel a part of Absolutely. the story, you know, you know. I want to help someone out. That's yep. like uh, that, that, that 
traveled across with this life jacket. So it kind of, in a sense, gives them that that feel-good moment. Plus, they're doing something bigger than them. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the cause that's more so driving it. But also, the brand needs to be as big to hold in the name, you know? It's two different parts that you got to play. Both sides got to be equally as important. So... Like, for example, I mean, that's a great uh, input. Like, for example, you know, my personal story, I was a former refugee. Okay. And how we connected that, my, I basically connected that to the company, you know? Okay. So I have that, like, authentic uh, yeah, story, you know? So that's, you know, you're that's completely important. right. That's very important. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so... No, no, definitely, definitely. Uh, what would you say, like, the stigma of a refugee is here in, like, here in, like, Minnesota, you know? I mean, like, it could be a few things, like, you know, oh, they're stealing our jobs, you know, okay. uh, they're not uh, uh, fluent or articulate, you know? So, I mean, that's a lot of stigma. That's human nature, you know, mm-hmm. when people, you know, when they see a stranger, you know, you have that human nature thoughts, like, Who's he, you know, who's that yeah. person? So it's those stigmas, but, you know, my goal is to break that stigma and just recreate the narrative, you know? Like, refugees come here, they work hard. I always say to myself that, that refugees are the most hard-working people on the face of the planet, you know? Yeah. You know the reason why? Because they come literally with nothing yeah. from ground zero, and they and on top of that, you know, their resiliency becomes successful is absolutely amazing, and just seeing the journey of that progress of, you know, reaching that potential. Definitely. Wow, yeah, that's... So what do you feel like the, you know, current impact, current uh, situation is in, like, the United States? I know, you know, with the whole Trump administration yeah. and how that is, do you see that, you know, kind of affecting, you know, your business in a way? Or is that something that, you know, have you faced any sort of, you know, uh, obstacles. obstacles or have you faced any sort of, you know, negative I actually have not, you know, because so my startup company was around like almost six months, but I've been getting a lot of support, you know, from the community uh, because I think it's the right timing for it. That's why, you know, it's very timely and that's why people are reaching out to me and like, hey, how can we collaborate with your organization? How can we collaborate with your company? So, and that's why people are taking initiative on that and that's absolutely amazing. So... I think it's very timely, and that and and for that, you know, as a business, you know, you have to find a problem and how you can uh, correlate that if it's timely or not. So yeah, that's that's huge. I yeah, that's, especially with everything that we're going through right now. Let's get back, kind of on the business side of things. What do you think would say really? drives your company like what's the driving mission behind your company like what's your message that everyone needs to stand but like you without this your company wouldn't exist really i mean like for me is you know it's building humanity piece by piece you know we need to as humans come together you know obviously you know whether uh on the political spectrum you know no matter if you're a democrat or republican you know everyone needs to help each other you know it's very key in humanity to everyone to come together and just help each other that's the human nature you know and with refugees people don't know that it's a global crisis you know there's around 65.6 million who are currently displaced and for that you know even our own backyard in the u.s we are facing a lot of challenges with those uh children who are locked up or separated from their families you know it's unbelievable so we need to understand that as humans you know if you can play a role in, in humanity, it could be small, it could be big, it doesn't matter. Just play your role in humanity and everything will fall through, so. Oh, yeah. Powerful. Mm-hmm. Very powerful. No, that's, um, uh, I, I kind of want to get Lion's uh, impact on how, how do you see, how do you see the, 
how do you see refugees really taking the step forward to be like entrepreneurs or start their own <clears> businesses? <throat> because there are a lot of refugees that actually own their own businesses Absolutely. here in the Twin Cities. Yeah, so what, what do you, I want to hear your impact on Personally, I do believe that, you know, refugees are actually making a huge difference in our economy right now, you know, like every business for like, for every couple of businesses, you know, a refugee owns it. Everybody that once came to this country, you know, started off as a refugee and America is made up from refugees. And I truly do believe that what Muhammad is doing is creating a bigger impact and bringing more awareness to, you know, the people of this country, which is refugees. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's that's powerful. And yeah, with this, it makes sense, you know, that tying for your business, tying a purpose to your brand is very key. So how have you used, you know, what are some of the tools, you know, have you that have, have you used mm-hmm. to kind of push that message? Like, especially I know like yeah. social media is one yeah. powerful tool that's been helping you actually, grow. And one of the actually, you know, besides social media, you know, we actually are for this fall, you know, we are actually going on a tour, you know. One leverage is we utilizing these college campuses, you know, to bring awareness on, on, on campus about the refugee crisis. When I was doing a lot of research, one interesting mind-boggling uh, that was very, you know, I was very uh, shocked. Yeah, the fact is that there's not college campuses that supporting refugees, you know. There's not clubs, you know, who are strictly focused on refugees. And that was mind-boggling because we have one of the biggest uh, crises around the world, but uh, there's not a lot of colleges on campus, you know, college students who are supporting refugees, and and that's why one of my initial goals for Epimonia is to travel all these college uh, campuses and to bring awareness on college campus and just to create a platform for refugees, so on campus, on campus so they can volunteer, uh, and you know, once a week to their community, you know, it could be Michigan, you know, like for example, uh, we have uh, one uh, will be traveling to University of Michigan, and in that state, there's was one of the biggest, largest uh, refugee populations. So going there and volunteering is absolutely key. So I want the college students to be, you know, very active in the uh, field of. Wow. Yeah. So. So there's you said there's like no refugee programs in the schools. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. That's Literally, huge. and we have, and it's funny to me, like. You have one of the biggest crises, but there's no... There's no solution. There's no so you want Epimonia to kind of not just be the brand, but yeah. the story to be something to... If I'm wearing this bracelet, I'm exactly. doing... It's it's bigger than me. It's bigger than you. It's exactly. bigger than me. Yeah. So how do you think you're going to gather that the people and kind of put everyone under the same mission? Because not everyone's going to be willing to... Do, um, volunteer for free. Not yeah. every. Some people might want money. Some people might want um, endorsement deals. Yeah. So how are you kind of trying to focus on the bigger picture and making everyone under one umbrella, um, umbrella kind of? Well, we have to know that you know we are all are humans. You know, yeah. and making difference. Everyone want. Everyone wants to make a difference in this world. You know, mm-hmm. whether you're not a refugee or uh, is a refugee, we have the concept. We have a key. Uh, focus in life in humanity in particular that we have to make a difference you know and by making a local difference you know that this is it's a what do you call it it makes you want to you know uh, volunteer uh, more you know because you never know having an uh, impact on someone live you know could be huge you know so especially helping someone who is a refugee in that community so wow yeah. that's that's huge so what would you say is like some challenges you you faced growing up being like a refugee in America because it's, it's it's not easy, you know? It's like yeah. that chip on your shoulder. You always have to prove yourself. I mean, yeah, on top of that, you have to prove yourself and at the same time, you know, just 
fitting into into society. You know, yeah. you don't want to be uh, become someone else's personality. You know, someone. You know, you have to be you. You have to be proud of. You know, and you know, as growing up in America, you know, there was a few uh, cases. Let's say, like in uh, in my high school, you know, when I was when I transitioned from a Somali Shardi school to all predominantly white Dan high school, there was a lot of challenges. You know, like incorporating myself. Uh, for example, you know, just fitting in in general, you know, and it was tough, you know, like surrounded with a lot of white people because you don't see a lot of people of your color, you know, it was just tough. There were so, certain moments in classroom, like, wow, I was the only person, uh, or the people, like, person of color in that classroom, and that was just kind of, you know. To gain some use to. Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, I think it's more powerful to yeah. be different than Absolutely. alike. It's always, yeah. it's better to be the red dot in the <laughs> in the whole room than to be fit in like a black dot like everybody else because at the end of the day people and companies are wanting to work with different they're trying to because if you're not different why can't i just go somewhere else with way more experience than you that does the same exact thing that you do why won't i just go work with them why would i come with you if you're not if you're not really different if you don't have your own your own um persona your own sauce type thing what i'm saying so what do you think is like the biggest thing of being different like your biggest like your biggest achievement of being different uh, like in terms of like, what do you mean, like in terms? In, in terms of like, what do you say? This is what makes me different, you know. And okay. I'm and I'm standing yeah. by this forever, Absolutely. you know. You know, uh, what one thing, one characteristic I would say that makes me stand up from the crowd, is I'm always hungry, you know. I have a uh, my work ethic. I'll say, you know, coming from a family of, you know, we we didn't grow up rich, you know, we was not wealthy, but at the same time we had that work ethic, you know. Mm-hmm. For example, you know, back in the days, my when my mama, you know, uh, wakes up every like every morning for a you know, just to go to work. That's work ethic, you know. Yeah. Coming from nothing but making some uh, nothing out of something. Yeah. That's the resilience of being a refugee, you know. And you can take that advantage, you know, throughout the life, throughout life. Cause so, mm-hmm. so that's it. That's what uh, uh, I stand out, you know, my work ethic. So I'm always satisfied. I'm always hungry. I'm never, you know, and at the same time, also be kind, you know, kind. you know, work ethic and being kind is, I think it's a, it's something that's very interesting, you know, mm-hmm. always to, when, you know, always to always look out for people, you know, in life, you know, when someone who, re- someone, when someone reaches out to you, you know, absolutely, you know, mm-hmm. take the time and listen to his story, you know, and I feel like building that empathetic moment and having that empathy is very key. So in business, so yeah. Okay. No, definitely. Yeah, that uh, reminds me of something. You know, highlighting people's stories that kind of goes into you have a nonprofit organization too as well that highlights the story of successful refugees. Yeah. To talk about a little bit about that, you know. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I started a, a nonprofit called Dream Refugee. You know, obviously with everything that was going on during the political, you know. You always see, you always hear a lot of uh, negative rhetoric inside. Uh, at, like inside the media, you know, about refugees, and that just just hit me hard. The fact that you're not telling all these stories, you know, unheard of stories of refugees, because the refugees when they come to this new country or or a different country, they work their ass off, you know. And on top of that, become successful. We don't hear those kind of stories. We always hear this: our oh, refugees are this, refugees are that, refugees are stealing our jobs. But they're not sharing the success stories of refugees. So that's why I, I created this organization called Dream Refugee. Because when a refugee come in, they have a dream and they make their dream reality. Yeah. So becoming successful. So I'm sharing these uh, positive stories and shedding light on refugees particular on our uh, media. So. Mm-hmm. so yeah, if you guys want to check that out, you guys can go on the Instagram. You have a website too as well. So Dream Refugee is the handle at Dream Refugee. 
Yep. And dreamrefugee.org. So you guys can go ahead and check that out and see the stories of the successful refugees. And, you know, you can, um, if you like, if you're a refugee and you, you know, um, are, you know, interested in having yourself featured on there, you're more than welcome to reach out to Mo and he will, uh, he will take the time, sit down with you and, um, interview you. So yeah, that's that. So yeah, this, oh, that's, that's awesome. And we're going to get into the, um, the, get into the, the value part of, cause mm-hmm. how do we, the, this podcast is all about providing value and making the person take the next step. What would you say? Um, let's put our shoes as if I'm a refugee mm-hmm. and I'm an aspiring entrepreneur. Like what steps should I take to become either an entrepreneur, start my own business or become like, get me in that mindset. Like what are some things that I want everyone in the room to kind of give their two cents on this. Let's go around. Uh, you could start. What do you think if I'm a refugee, I'm kind of, I might be new to the country. I might be in the country for a while, but I just don't know how to take that first step into either being an entrepreneur, owning my own business, or just being in the or just being around that environment. What do you think? What was your first steps you started taking? You know, my first step was actually uh, utilizing my network. You know, okay. I think network is very key um, in pursuing uh, or even starting your business. You know, for example, throughout my high school, throughout my college career, I had mentors who helped me. You know, uh, in life in general, you know, giving me advices and basically seeking that knowledge from your mentors or from your network will help you start your. Uh, your startup company, your business, and at the same time, you know, you need to know that when you start a business, you know, you what is your purpose? What are you solving, you know, in the market, you know? And that's key. You can't just start a business and say, hey, I want to do this. You need to tie that with your personal story, you know? Like I said, in the personal brand matters. And when you tie your personal story into your company, incorporating your, into your company, you have to know that that is very key. And just, you know, having that mindset of, you know, why am I here, why am I here to solve, you know, what is, you know? And I feel like that's key, so, yeah. Yeah, Mohammed, you know, I love your story and what you're doing with the refugees. I just wanna, I have a quick question for you, you know, with all the refugee work that you're doing at the end of the day, I'm wondering, you know, what is your end goal and where do you see your companies going in the next 10 years? Yeah, I mean, for me, you know, particularly, uh, money does drive me, you know, the, the reason why I'm doing all this refugee work is because I'm passionate about it. Mm. This is what I love, you know, it's, 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 some, it's part of my DNA, you know, I was a former refugee once, so giving back, giving that seek of knowledge to newcomers is critical because you know eventually there are the ones who will be the future of this country you know so that's why i'm super passionate about this uh theme and and basically you know just having that advice i always tell my fellow refugees you know always you know do always try as many things as you can you know don't be afraid to ask questions don't be afraid to you know go out there put yourself out there because end of the day you know it's you who are making a difference in the local community whether you're making local uh uh, community uh, uh, impact or uh, big impact doesn't matter and if they what matters you know for you or for me basically is making someone uh, changing someone's life you know so if I can make that happen I have accomplished my dream you know if I make someone a life change that's wow that's what that's my purpose you know yeah, so purpose driven this is my purpose driven exactly so oh, definitely yeah. definitely and so I kind of want to hear your input on uh, the question I asked earlier like what are those steps they should take uh, what, what do you think Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Mo touched up on a lot of things like, you know, you have to be, you know, you have to go out there and do it. And there's really so many things, so many tools, so many things that really are there to help 
people like refugees. There's so many programs that you can take advantage of at your local university. You know, I'm sure, uh, Mo, you can speak yeah. to that. You know, uh, in the school system, there's so many um, uh, resources that you can take advantage of, clubs that you can join to really help you, uh, you know, get your voice heard out there. But it, it all really comes back down to just, you know, the hustle, really. Oh, just, yeah. you know, you you have that instilled within you, you know, the, um, the coming from nothing is is you know is powerful enough to really drive you to achieve and it's and here we live in a state that's so you know uh we call it minnesota nice but yeah. you know the thing is there's so many things out here that really help refugees. like we have this how many refugees do we have here in minnesota over a hundred yeah it's like why is that you know so that's that goes to show you that minnesota itself is a hub for you know refugees exactly. and minnesota is is kind enough to really just you know there's so many tools out here there's a reason why it's a magnet state you know so i would say really just you know take full advantage of all the resources that are out there in the state and i think the biggest thing um jumping off of what you said here sal is just doing the research really just finding like how like who's working on what you're looking at and trying to set up like uh either trying to set up like where you could sit down with that person and try to get either advice or they could point you to the right person at least that's what you could get out of it you know mm-hmm. so it's and people like, are willing to help you yeah, people especially like, yeah you know? and especially like refugees you they, i mean it's kind of i won't say it's i won't say you have like a leeway but there's they're kind of like oh okay there's there's actually this other program that's specific for refugees that we can hook you up with you know that's kind of another advantage so i think that's some of the ways so what, what are your input on it why um, personally, I would say, you know, we're all refugees here and we all come from somewhere that's different. And one thing that's really helped me, you know, when my family first moved to Minnesota is that, you know, there were resources, there was there was help, you know. And one thing that I could add value to is, you know, don't be afraid to get help. You know, yes. people are always willing to help, like Please. Muhammad said, you know. And it's like, at the end of the day, if you have a good message, a good story, a good purpose, you can really get to where you want to be in your life. It's just purpose. Yeah. Wow, and yeah, that's awesome, and this was an awesome segment. We're going to wrap it up here. This was another KeyCast where we provide you guys the keys to open endless doors. Again, thanks to Muhammad for coming out today. Um, All of you could find his company at uh, dreamrefugee.org, epimonia.com. Epimonia is E-P-I-M. O-N-I-A.com. And yeah, if you guys would show support to the wristbands, they are on sale right now. And man, they're great quality. So make sure you guys check that out. And yeah, thank you.